Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast with Brandy Montambo and Jason Wright. What's happening, everybody? Jason right here for another episode of the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast with my wonderful co-host, Brandy. Say hi, Brandy. Hey, everybody. It's Brandy. Good to hear you again. Good to see you. Good to be here. We are back. You may not have expected a second episode, but here we are with the second episode. We're actually rocking and rolling, people. Rocking and rolling. Absolutely. So... Just kind of a random thought here. This week, made my first trip out ever to Las Vegas. Very interesting place. (laughs) I know you've been there a few times. I know this is unrelated to anything, but just felt the need to talk about it. It's interesting there because there's a lot of of visual marketing going on there, a lot of uh, branding. And I felt when I got there, I was like, you know what? This place is actually pretty family friendly. And then the sun went down and the messaging changed. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? And the smells change. They do. Yeah, apparently yeah. there's some things legal there that aren't legal in Indiana. And I was like, oh boy, wow, what's happening here? <laughs> but uh, no, very interesting just to see the the billboards on wheels, if you know what I mean, driving around. It's like, okay, this is different. This is really happening here. So I don't know, random story. I'm from Indiana. I don't get out much. It was a different world, but very enjoyable trip. You know, it's nice to unplug and to see something new. So I have actually been to uh, Vegas twice, once with my daughter who was 14 at the time and once with my mother. So neither trip involved at AEA, what is a stereotypical Vegas trip? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But they were both great. Um, There really is a lot of family friendly things to do in Vegas. Um, But one thing Vegas does very well is they know their customer. Mm -hmm. So, when Vegas does marketing on their the cars that drive by or the people on the street in their um, Vegas showgirl outfits that, or during the day in the superhero outfits, they know their customer. They know what people want to see. And um, I, I have to interrupt you. That superhero thing was them. I thought that was like other people like me just screwing around. That was actually like intentional. Yeah, they're they're like. They're kind of like um, the guys on the street that play the guitar in New York City or whatever. Okay. Like sometimes yeah. they're actually put out by the show. Like if they, gotcha. if they look, you know, whatever show is showing that, you know, those folks hmm. um, will put people out on the street. But you you go up to them and you get your picture taken and you give them money for them to take their a picture with you. Gotcha. So I saw so three how- Spider-Men chasing a little boy and he almost got hit by a car running in the street. Oh, like, that's What's terrible. What's happening here? Yeah. So I, I didn't know that was part of the, I thought that was just some random thing. So, Well, there, the, not to say that there can't be random people dressed up for no reason. It is <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. You were saying. Yeah. So if you're just listening and, and not on uh, video watching, he's like, I'm in the middle of a set and he like puts his finger up like, hey, 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 pay attention. I got a thought. I don't want to lose it. Stop talking. Stop talking. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, okay. Anyway, um, so one of the core things that I want to talk about today is is understanding your customer. Vegas does it very well. 
they know what people want to go out there for. You can, they, they want to go out to drink and they want to go out to see a show and they probably want to go do other things that we're not going to talk about on this nice little friendly, family friendly podcast. Um, so what do they do? They market to those things. There's, there's drinks everywhere. There's people ready, willing to serve you drinks everywhere. Um, you, you walk down the sidewalk and there's cars driving by with, with billboards on them for every show that you could go to. Um, what, what happens in the small business entrepreneur world is you forget who your customer is. You think your customer thinks like you do and they don't. You're providing a product, you know your product inside and out and of course people would wanna buy it because you made it or you're doing it. Like why wouldn't they, hello? But you know what, people don't know about your product. So you have to start thinking like they think so that you can sell to them. So um, I read an article, it was, it was a Harvard Business uh, article, I don't remember when it was or whatever. I think that the researcher's name was Shirky, so I'm not gonna put money on that, but I wanna recognize that I think that's his name. Anyway, um, so there's the, there was a study. Um, McDonald's wanted to sell more milkshakes. McDonald's um, was selling milkshakes, they wanted to sell more milkshakes. So they had their researchers try all kinds of stuff. So they were making them creamier and sugar, sugarier and thicker and all of these fabulous things. And they weren't selling any more milkshakes. Um, so there was a, <clears throat> they brought a research in, researcher in and he literally sat there, store open to store close, just recording what customers bought milkshakes, like what was happening when, during milkshake time. Um, a friend of mine actually is uh, his name's Scott. He loves the word ethnography, and which is actually what this research was doing. So ethnography is the kind of like archaeology and and business study combined. So you're studying the customer, you're studying the environment, you're looking at everything, not just the product that you're selling. So this dude did some ethnography, um, and he discovered that there were two times when people bought milkshakes at McDonald's. Um, before 8 a.m. Uh, and in like two, three, four o'clock in there. Um, so he's like taking all these notes. And so he realizes that, that the people that bought in the morning were alone. Um, they bought nothing else and then they left. They didn't stay. And the people in the afternoon were, so he's like, okay, so what's, what's making these people buy milkshakes? Um, realized that the people before 8 a.m., it was their drive time. They were going to sit in traffic for an hour and they wanted something to have in their hand and drink so that they didn't have to eat, you know, not pay attention with the road. Um, they wanted something the whole drive. So they actually started making their milkshakes thicker in the morning so that people, so that the milkshake lasted longer. It was more enjoyable. People thought about McDonald's a lot longer. And in the afternoon, he found out that um, the, it was grandparents who were wanting to take their small children or parents that were wanting to take their small children out for a special treat after school because they had a good day at school. They got their good grades. They had, you know, they didn't get on red. If you have small children, you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they started selling them a smaller size. And so people were buying more milkshakes because they were fitting the customer need. 
So that's what I want entrepreneurs to really start changing the way that they think because you are an expert in your product. You know your product. You know the ins and outs. You know how awesome it is. But you've got to start thinking about how can what need is is this meeting for my customer? Am I meeting it exactly where they are or am I expecting them to come to me to meet their need? On a serious note, around here when we make milkshake runs, it's like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. <laughs> I mean, that's a, diff that's a different customer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the research is inconclusive because it's that third group. And we usually run the steak and shake at, late at night. We actually See, one of those. Well, there's the difference. That's a steak and shake milkshake, not yeah. a McDonald's milkshake. If we're getting a McDonald's milkshake, steak and shake's got to be closed down. Something's got to be wrong. <laughs> but no, it's funny you say that because my, my milkshake appetite is always late night. It's never those other times. That's interesting. I was like, I've never even thought about a milkshake for breakfast. I was like, kind of like the idea. I've just never done it. So there you go. So not only have we talked about how to meet your customers' needs, we've developed a need for milkshakes the first thing in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe in a future show, we'll make some here right on the right on air and enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna let you take care of that. Cause <laughs> making any milkshakes? <laughs> I will. Absolutely. Um, no, that's interesting stuff. Yeah. The thing about, uh, you were saying earlier about Vegas, they really know their customer, man, that's the truth. We were there for a, uh, we were there for a shot or for a, uh, convention, the shot show. It's a shooting, hunting and outdoor trade show biggest in the world. And even when we got off the plane, there was like marketing for those people in the airport. It was really interesting. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, this must be a big deal. And it was a big deal. There was, I can't tell you how many people were there, but the guy I went with, we counted our steps because he does that for mm -hmm. the, the day and a half. And it was like, um, was it 28 miles? And wow. I don't, I don't normally walk anywhere. So like things were hurting <laughs> joints, my hips. I was like, how old am I? But you know, it was nice, but yeah, I mean, different parts of the same piece of the strip. There was definitely marketing for every different person and I'm sure they got what they wanted out of everybody. So Super interesting from uh, from that perspective. Yeah, I was actually in the um, Dallas airport last week, and uh, I had not seen this before. But so I can't remember the brand name. I'd like to do a shout out because I really like their marketing. But um, it was a stand up desk, you know, a, mm -hmm. a, a platform you put on your desk, and then when you want to stand up, it literally raises up a foot yep. or whatever. Yep. And so they had made this uh, little business work area inside of the airport with all of these stand-up desks and there was actually a, a salesperson there hmm. selling their stuff and i was like this is perfect like yeah. half of the travelers are business people and they all need a plug-in to sit down and you know work on their proposals or whatever it is that they need to work on so you're giving them exactly what they need they need a space where they can work where they can plug in their laptop and you're showing off your product while you're meeting their need. It's all about meeting the customer's need. Where are they? How can you meet them there? Yeah, and they're giving value before they're asking for the sale. It, seems to, be, it seems to be a lost concept. If mm -hmm. you take away nothing else we say, try that because that, that'll go a long way for you. Absolutely. You know, once in a while, I'll get this weird itch and I'll just find a, I don't want, I hope this doesn't backfire. I don't think it will, but... 
Uh, I don't want to send the wrong message, but I'll just get a hold of a company and just do some marketing stuff for them for free, just for no reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did that recently to another podcast person, actually help them out with some marketing and stuff. But um, I was like, they're not going to be able to afford what they need from me, but I'm just going to just tell them what to do and just not do it for them, but just kind of tell them what they need. So that's very, it's uh yeah, it's good stuff. I don't know why I'm talking about that. Our mind's uh, derailed momentarily, but man, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was a need and you were serving it. So there you go. It, it, it actually does apply in the aspect that, you know, you, you saw a need of someone else and that, you know, this person may not be your customer today, but he might in the future. Yep. They might, you know, you might need a cross service or, or to refer you or him to somebody else. Like when you start meeting people where they are, yep. crazy things happen that you can't imagine. Absolutely. I agree. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. So who do you, who do you think we should go after for our first guest on the show? Do you have any ideas? Uh, well, you know, you can't say anyone political cause that's going to like ruin half of our audience right there. So we're just going to drop all that off. Um, let's see. I'm going to go with Elon Musk. Think, you think he'd give us his give us some of his time? <laughs> we can try. I'll reach out to him. See if we can. You know, if you if you don't make the ask, the answer is no for sure. Absolutely. Like like uh, Brian Scudamore, one of my first guests. He uh, owns Ordinary to Extraordinary O two E companies. They own one eight hundred Got Junk and a bunch of other home service franchise. I think they're probably five hundred million a year company by now, but. He, uh, one of the most powerful things he ever told me on the podcast was, uh, if you don't ask, um, you can't get what you want. He said, it's, it's the power of, of just asking. And mm -hmm. he, uh, he declared that he was going to go on the Oprah Winfrey show back in the day before when it was still on. And he spoke that into existence. And nice. He simply got a hold of her people and asked, they were like, okay. And he got on. So yeah, you, you have to, the worst, I mean, you know, and I'm just going on a tangent here, but good luck stopping me. When, <laughs> When you so wait, about, wait, wait. If I don't hold my, if I hold my finger up, that doesn't I'm just, work. I'm just going to look away. I'm just going to look away and keep talking. <laughs> Personality's too strong, but it doesn't matter what you're doing in business or in life. Well, there's always exceptions, but let's be realistic here. The worst thing that's going to happen to you in most situations is you're going to end up where you already are. Obviously, if you're juggling grenades and something goes wrong, you're probably going to die. That's the one off. I'm not talking about that. No to the listeners, please do not do that. We are not promoting <laughs> juggling real grenades. Thank yes. You. But if you're talking about taking a risk in your business or in your life to try to better yourself or try something new, the worst thing that's going to happen is maybe end up where you already are, but at least you know the outcome or at least you know, you know what, I didn't get it right that time, but I'm going to try again and try a little bit different and you keep going. So um, I'm not a big talker and not doer. I'm a big, I mentioned it and I'm just doing it like the next day type of person. So I know everybody's not that way, but if I can give you a little push that way and make you more like that, you'll thank me for it someday. So there you go. Well, so the people that aren't like you talk to people like me who are coaches and we sit down and we make measurable goals. We plan it <laughs> out. We know how we're, we're going to be successful. We know what the obstacles are. We know what our opportunities are and we make a nice pretty little piece of paper with all planned out and written. See, that's what the rest of us do. <laughs> there you go. And I'll tell everybody your only obstacle is yourself. Typically. That's, that's the short version. Unless you're in solitary confinement, if you're actually locked up in prison and you can't leave your eight by eight, kind of got some other obstacles around you, but most of the time it's yourself. 
Um, yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. I'll <laughs> give you that. There you go. All right. Um, anything else that you want to talk to the, our friends, our listeners about today? I think, I think we got it. Just, you know, listen to your, listen to your customers. They'll tell you exactly how to serve them. Awesome. Well, everybody listening, I'm Jason Wright and I'm signing out. Uh, appreciate the ear. Appreciate you coming back next week. If you like the podcast, tell people about it. You can check out everything we're doing at intentionallyinspirational.com. And it's, it's a little mixed bag of things, but I think you'll enjoy it if you like this. So appreciate you listening. He, he kind of closed out and didn't give me a chance to say goodbye. So I'm just going to take mine now. But, there you um, go. That's what I wanted you to do. I, <laughs> I'm Brandy. <laughs> I appreciate you listening too. One of these days, I'll be important enough in this podcast that we get to close it out together. But other than that, it's good times. <laughs> oh, man, I feel horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, check out intentionallyinspirational.com. Until next time.